0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. This episode is brought to you by Shopify Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings? They're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're going to start with the housekeeping. Josh, Jake, B-Word Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, McShane, Fitz, and Al Hefe. Thank you guys for the support. You are all appreciated more than I can put into words. All right, the next thing I'm gonna say is this episode will be dropping as the last one before the three-year anniversary episode so it is your chance you still got a few days to get in anything if you wanted to call and leave a voicemail message or email me a little voice file or even a note anything uh, I've got a couple so far but uh, not much so just uh, you know come on guys be part of the fun leave me a nice message stroke my ego I could use it now with the shilling and the pleading and the begging out of the way let's get down to the meat and potatoes thing so um uh, as you can probably figure, I'm the biggest thing going on this week, in my opinion, and there's a lot of horse shit going on. It's like every week, there's two distractions for every fucking actual thing that we should be paying attention to. But the thing that's really stuck in my craw this week is the Maui fires. Now, there's a lot of shit that's not ending up about this, and I'm not going to go down the conspiracy theory too much. Partly because even without delving into the conspiracy theory realm of shit, there is a lot of ridiculousness attached to this fucking tragedy. So let's start with the basics of when the wildfire happened and how the government basically dropped the ball left, right, and the other and cost extra people their lives. And I'm sure we don't have an accurate count of how many people actually died in these fires yet, so I'm sure they're going to be finding more bodies. I'm already hearing rumors that they found groups of families huddled together in fires and because they didn't get a proper heads up, they didn't get proper notification to evacuate. And part of the reason behind that is the emergency sirens that are used to notify people of shit going on were not activated. And the guy who's the director of emergency services at the time, he is not regretting not activating them because he said when those sirens go off, people will, are trained to seek higher ground and climb the mountains, and they would have gone into the fire. Well, I I take issue with that. And he said he doesn't feel bad about it because they used the text alert system and the TV and uh, news broadcast systems. And the, here's the problem with that: when the power is knocked out by the fucking fires, there is no TV signal, there's no text signal, there's an, and the people that have been interviewed since then have said they didn't get any text messages saying there was a fire and they needed to evacuate. There were no evacuation notices anywhere. So, yeah, that's kind of showing problems. And it turns out the guy who was in charge of the emergency disaster relief or emergency disaster organization, yeah, really unqualified for the job, had no experience in the area before. He he, uh, was picked over a whole bunch of other candidates to – Field this position. His previous job was the mayor of Maui's chief of staff, so he said, Oh, well, that makes me qualified to handle emergencies and emergency response. Yeah, I'm guessing it didn't, because uh you fucked up, bud. Now barring that, barring the fact that people were not getting notified to evacuate their part of the island because shit was on fire, then we deal with the guy who was in charge of the water for Maui and uh There's a lot to unpack there. This guy, this is a case of literally wokeism is costing people their fucking lives because this moron delayed the release of water to combat these fires. And his logic behind this was first he needed an assessment of the equity of using this water to put out the fires because he wanted to know how the water usage would impact the farmers on the island. Just just let that sink in for a second. This fucking woke idiot who's more concerned about equity and treating water as a as a religious thing and a deity and it's supposed to unify people and bring people to the to to be more equal and more, more, more evenly balanced. Yeah, well, this fucking idiot didn't release water for hours to fight a fire because he was more concerned that it, of the equity of, well, how is putting out all these fires going to combat going to impact the farmers down the line? So, yeah, completely irresponsible. Th- this motherfucker should be brought up on charges, in my opinion, because that is is the minimum negligence and dereliction of duty. I mean, you can't really charge him directly for all these people dying, but he's, he needs to answer for this fucking thing. And I'm not sure he will because, you know, he, he says the right things and he toes the right lines for a blue state that hasn't had any real fucking problems. And he says all the woke mantras that are probably going to keep him out of trouble for this shit. And the next thing in this massive clusterfuck of a fire situation is that it's coming out. It was just recently passed where there was a change uh, where now the insurance companies for a lot of the damaged properties are saying that they don't have to pay out on it because the properties cannot be rebuilt because they were in violation of zoning regulations. Because there were regulations put in place to try and hamper development and people having their land bought out from under them and having shitty industrial stuff built. And they put a bunch of regulations in place to stop that from happening. And now the insurance companies are saying they don't have to pay out because rebuilding those properties would be in violation of the existing zoning regulations because it's over a certain height within view of the beach and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff. And I understand why the stuff was originally put in place. It was to hamper development on the island. It was not to stop families from being able to rebuild their homes in the event of a fucking disaster. So to the, you know, insurance companies out there, you guys are fucking sad. That's just, I mean, where's your fucking humanity? I understand about a bottom line and you're not in business to make friends, you're in business to make money, but that's just fucking wrong. And on the backside of this, now it's like the mayor of Maui has said that the government is interested in buying these properties from the people who have them, so... I don't know if he's going to try and use an eminent domain situation or how they're going to approach it, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but it doesn't exactly read real well. And looking beyond the local fuckery, which has been going into everything tied into this Maui situation, then we go to the federal relief, the FEMA funds, the the money that is supposed to be earmarked for helping American citizens when there's a fucking disaster. And the funding is tied up right now because... The way Biden proposed the emergency release funding, the FEMA funds that would go to helping the Hawaiians is tied directly to funds being distributed to the fucking Ukraine. And that's in no small part due to the flagging American support for the war in Ukraine. The fact that it's getting harder and harder for them to keep shoveling money over there. We're at over $100 billion at this fucking point. And the same day that Biden, I already talked about the same day Biden said, well, here's $700 per person. They tied that emergency funds release request to a re- request to send another 24 billion dollars to fucking Ukraine and it's not a, not surprising in any way shape or form this this administration has never once shown that the American people are their prerogative they've shown that the American people exist for their uh, convenience apparently and funding all this money for a foreign war that is lagging in you know popular support here it's no longer what people want it's just what it is. And the fact that the current administration feels the need to politicize a a fucking disaster that has not only cost American lives, but, you know, destroyed property, ruined people's, the people that lived through it are having their entire lives ruined. Their houses are gone, their homes are gone, everything they had was gone due to government, government ineptitude and mismanagement by a bunch of woke assholes. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of problems. And the stories coming back from people on the ground in Maui are just making it seem that much fucking worse. It's like exponentially worse that the federal government, who is supposed to be here to support and defend the people of this country, can't even manage to get the funds unlocked, to put emergency stuff into place, to take care of citizens after a disaster. The efforts on the ground i mean it's even starting to look like the, they're actively trying to stop people from getting aid more more aid has come in through you know civilians and individuals bringing aid in on boats and i've seen actually footage of people paddling out on surfboards to help ferry supplies and goods back to the shoreline to offset all this fucking damage and It's it's just utterly fucking ridiculous. They have the areas cordoned off where you can't even go in to look for your missing family members and stuff like that. They were doing a thing where they were issuing passes to go back into the zones where the damage was done. And they suspended that because it said it too many non-essential people were trying to go back into the, into the areas. Yeah, of course they are. They're going to look and see if their home survived, if their friends survived, if their family survived. People are looking for pets. People are looking for all kinds of shit. And we've got these bureaucratic assholes who are sitting there saying, no, you can't do that. And it's utterly disgusting. Uh, like I said, there has not been a single thing about any of the responses to this situation that speaks in favor of the fucking government. And I know, yeah, a lot of people probably, if, if you listen to me, you're probably not a huge fan of the government to begin with. And if you're new to the show, yes, I bitch about the government a lot because they fucking suck. Oh, and uh, as long as I'm bitching about the $700 and the Ukrainian funds tied to it, you want to hear something really ironic? That's $700 per household. And again, that's not per individual. That's per fucking household on the island of Maui that were impacted by these fires won't even cover the share of the tax burden that they are going to have to offset to cover the funding going to the Ukraine. It's literally that fucking ridiculous right now. And in the last little bit of where I'm going to talk about for this fire related stuff, the last little thing that's kind of stuck in my craw at this point, and I'm sure more information will come out in the coming weeks that'll piss me off. And this is going to be a subject that's probably going to keep coming up for the next couple of weeks. So be prepared. Um, the thing, last little thing that really is kind of pissing me off is that the Obamas, never one to miss out on the opportunity to capitalize on a fucking disaster, have used this shitstorm in Maui as an opportunity to get out there and start stumping, to donate to the Obama Foundation to help fix the problems in Maui. And I'm sure... The vast majority of any money they obtain to help the Maui fire victims will not be tied up in administration fees and processing fees. And I'm sure most of it will go towards helping those poor, displaced uh, individuals that are suffering thanks to this fire. And it's really great to see those super wonderful, generous Obamas stepping up to thump their foundation on the, you know, smoldering corpses of women, children, husbands, fathers, wives, daughters, you know, all the people that kind of got fucked over. So, uh, good on you, Obama's way to stick to exactly what's fucking expected of you. Download, subscribe, and listen to Whiskey Hill podcast. We're the new show that doesn't hold back on today's ridiculousness. We're not on the right and we're not on the left. We call it the way we see it and we're going to make you laugh while doing it. Throw in some great craft beer and you cannot lose download Whiskey Hell Podcasts anywhere you enjoy listening. And check out WhiskeyHellPod.com for more. Hey guys, Aaron here. Now, you're probably used to hearing me stick my ad in here for HorribleDesigns.com and in my general need to try and improve things and keep things fresh and topical it's time for a new ad for horrible designs.com so here it is go to horrible designs.com get t-shirts get mugs get stickers get get mouse pads get stuff get swag with a bunch of humorous things on it pictures commentary little thoughts and ideas and for being a loyal listener of the show you can get 15 percent off your total purchase price by using the code i had to say it at checkout And that's all one word. I had to say it. Only available at HorribleDesigns.com. All right, so uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about this week is maybe less significant in a lot of ways, but more just one of those things kind of stuck out to me as needing a little attention. So when Elon Musk bought Twitter, he said he was going to try and make it a free speech platform and make it so it was not the cesspool that it had become which was a extremely left-leaning very biased source of information where you could be silenced censored and have your account suspended for saying things that didn't toe the popular medium including things that turned out to be right about the covid vaccine and the covid virus and everything else all the stuff that was labeled as misinformation and grounds to have your accounts suspended or else completely taken away from you that all turned out to be factually accurate well now that The dust has settled and Elon stirred up a bunch of shit and made a really good gesture of being all about it by releasing the Twitter files and releasing all the documentation showing the federal government telling Twitter what to allow to be printed and what not to and all the collusion between the different uh, governmental agencies and the company itself and the basically hiring tree of all the social media markets where the CIA people go when they retire for much more lucrative positions enforcing the same ridiculous horse shit. Well, now Elon and his new CEO, who, again, big WEF ties and all this other shit, um, they are now hiring for a disinformation specialist in in preparing for the upcoming 2024 election season. So it sounds like they're kind of looking at backsliding into more of the same old, same old, while at the same time still posturing and posing. And I wonder, you know, as Elon is backing off of control of Twitter, if it is just going to turn back into what it was prior to his acquisition of it. And I know for most people this is probably not a big deal, but it is something that I just wanted to touch on briefly. I'm not going to go into greater depth on it, as I'm feeling honestly feeling a little under the weather and do not have uh, the wherewithal to make a full coherent rant about this. So, uh, yeah, that's just kind of something I was thinking about. It's like, yeah, you made a really good show of I'm going to buy this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And now you're going right back to the way things were. You're hiring a disinformational specialist. And uh, also, over this weekend here, uh, there was a tweet saying they're removing the block option on Twitter. So you can still mute people, but you can't block them. And the only reason I can think that makes any sense because... The block option does serve a purpose It helps you stop like if you're being mass reported but and people like active twitter attacks to try and shut accounts down the block button did work a lot towards helping prevent that from happening and so that they're going to be removing that item out of your social media arsenal but the reason i think they're removing the block option is that it might have something to do with elon's uh, twitter you know ad revenue if you're blocking every advertiser that comes up in your feed you all of, a sudden, all of a sudden have this metric where it shows advertising on Twitter is not going to be a profitable thing for them to do. So that may be the logic behind Elon saying you are no longer going to be able to block accounts because then you can't block his advertisers. And then he can say, look, they can't block you. So you're going to still wind up in their feeds. And uh, that's just kind of my two pennies there. Like I said, it's going to be a short episode this week. I'm sorry. i feel like I'm coming down with something. So uh, for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links. sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord. Come and interact, be a part of the show. Buy the merch, support your favorite creator. Or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Until next time.